Hello, everybody. We've got a special podcast today. We've got Travada and OG Blaze. Let's uh, let's go check them out. What is up, everybody? Wait, wait, Blaze, where'd you go? Now he left. He's dying. Oh, he's dead. Okay, well, OG has died. So thanks for being on the podcast. Uh, yes, welcome yeah. to the podcast. OG's chair. <laughs> OG's chair. Um, so. This is episode number 62, and I've been really excited about this podcast because Whoa, yeah, I tried. there's there's Blaze. This is just Hi. gonna be horribly we're, blown up. We're here. That's okay. You're here. That's how it goes. You've made it. You've made it. Yay. Oh, there we go. Sorry. Yeah, you're good. You're good. <laughs> I thought I'd let my uh my chair get a nice You got you gotta nice give it a cameo. It's gotta get a cameo. Chair has yeah. to be a cameo, definitely. It's like I the was just... third best chair I've seen <laughs> yeah. on stream. The third best chair. <laughs> Not including my S racer. Thank you very much. <laughs> nice. Okay, guys. Just trying to be like Doctor for the podcast. I brought rum. So this is the pirate spirit. Very this appropriate. Love I had it. to. I had to. But look, guys, I've been really looking forward to this podcast because I don't know shit about CFDs, but these two over here, Travada <laughs> and OG, have something up their sleeves called Battle for the Brag. And you know me as a Marine, I'm all about that. I'm all about that. So I have to learn a little bit about what's going on with Sea of Thieves. We're gonna do a little catch up with Sea of Thieves. And then also, what is this event that you guys are doing? So we've got some really cool stuff to talk about today, guys. Um, let's start with Travada. Ahoy! Ahoy. Oh baby. my God, so many things. I'm I'm currently losing my mind, um, but that's okay. Cause I can, I'll find it eventually. I'm not sure where it's at, but I'll find it. One of these days. Um, dude, the seas have been, insane and there have been lots and lots of things changing i think the last time we talked about some nal stuff and um i think the time before that we talked about some cu champion stuff so it seems like every time we come over here we're talking about some sort of event <laughs> uh, there's dude, a I'm trend here <laughs> so but the cool part is too is like i really love how the community makes like their own events it's very unique mm -hmm. in the gaming sphere most like for example i come from halo as most people know in halo it's run by like hcs uh mm -hmm. the halo championship series or there's like some minor ones here and there but that's literally like it's not player driven it's mostly company driven so to have like yeah. player driven events be so prominent in a gaming community i find that to be like really cool so i love learning about this stuff so i appreciate you being on today. oh absolutely absolutely there are so many amazing communities in sea of thieves and i think and i know we've talked about this before but there's just like there's hundreds upon hundreds of of little groups big groups small groups regular communities private communities public communities and they all do some sort of event of some kind and then you have the affiliated alliance communities that are affiliated with sea of thieves and they have also their own events that they run um but the the variety and just the amount of people that put that come together and put forth effort into making events that are unique to their community or that like you know, focus on things that they think are important for their community or fun for their community is amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. What is, yeah. you said um, NAL, what is that? No, Notorious Arena League that uh, they are, they are the league that was built around Arena and they have been the longest running uh, competitive league. I think the only league in Sea of Thieves for, you know, since they came about. Right. Um, their their focus was always on arena matches. Arena is the competitive mode that was created within Sea of Thieves. 
um, a separate from their adventure mode. And there was in, I think on January 27th, I think, um, the big announcement was dropped that Arena would be closing for good come the next update, which is March 10th. That's gotta I believe. be wild. I mean, we can let's we can jump into that. Like, let's let's. Oh yeah. I want to come back to that in a second. I want to I want to say hi to to Blaze though. What have you been doing? Doing great, man. Um, you were here last. I, I don't I know you from somewhere. I feel like you've been <laughs> here before, uh, right? No, I, <laughs> have I seen I, you before? I, you know, I like to dabble in the in the pod from time to time. <laughs> dabble in the pod. Dabble in the pod. So I hear you're doing some video edits still, huh? What how what's your involvement with all this see if these craziness? Um a lot. <laughs> okay. All right. um, um I'm working on uh putting together like as as many assets as uh as I can, as I can with uh with Trob, um, who's making it so easy. Uh by the way, like just like just don't let him like, fool you give, I'm giving me a, yeah <laughs> not at all like oh my god you just made it so easy to just Blink make all twice this. if you're in trouble yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um no yeah so um i've just been working on um yeah some edits for this event um nice. working on sort of you know like intro uh videos for sort of like all the crew members for each team and, and stuff like that and some uh some other assets uh, uh sort of you know giving some insight on like what events and sort of like what um what's going to go on uh during the event sort of like okay. each sort of specific little uh i don't know what's the word what have you been calling all the different um the parts of, of sorties is that a good word? i guess yeah like yeah sort of each you know individual part uh that all the crews will will go head to head in um okay. sort of you know like a little intro video and sort of explanatory um kind of walkthrough type thing That's for so all these cool, man. different parts uh that we're going to be that you're going to see for this thing so and, many pieces uh, yeah oh, a lot of, a lot of pieces so many to the puzzle, yeah just a lot of uh like video assets and introductions to all the crew members and the staff and the casters and just everybody involved yeah so yeah. this is kind of what this really what i'm so excited about talking about this podcast is like i've never put on any kind of tournament series or event like this so the inner workings of what it takes because a lot of people like i watch hcs a lot and the amount like i know graphically what they're doing and how like because i run a business that does broadcast specialty so i i understand what they've done to make the implement those things but then to hear the full scope of it though is really something i like professionally am super interested in so and then on top of that you bring in sea of thieves where it has its own logistical issues where you know getting people to play in the same zone is hard enough then getting to do that in a consistent fashion for an event has got to be like mind-boggling so i think i'd love to hit on some of those points today just to kind of like how are you logistically pulling this shit off? And what's been like the, you know, what is the, the, like, I also know, see if these community <laughs> is like super tight knit. So, you know, 
I, I know that. I don't know much about Sea of Thieves, but I know that for a fact. So Sea of Thieves has so many amazing communities. Like I cannot say that enough. That yeah. there are so many amazing communities. And even though a lot of us are are very tight knit and there are, you know, like these subgroups, it's like the spider web that comes back and is completely engulfed around the the entirety of what is Sea of Thieves. Um and how do we do a, a thing in a space with our fingers crossed <laughs> like, okay. with, yeah. with our prayer hands praying? Yeah. That's how yeah. we, yeah, we do it like that. Um, for arena style events, it's not as difficult to keep people in their confined spaces because that mode did that for you. And I think that that's one of the things that is becoming more and more um, visible to a lot of people is that when you're doing events in the open world, um, you have to kind of like mark what your territory is and then you have to be aware of, you know, server stability because once you get so much stuff going on in the same place, it just turns into and and that's that's it. That's it. <laughs> then then you just cross your fingers. <laughs> yeah. Hope. You know, so, what's that? What's that thing they do in the airplane where it's like put your head between your legs and you know kiss and your ass kiss, goodbye yeah, type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we do that as our boats are flying through the air, and anyone who knows knows. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that reference is, but I'll take it. It's not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Definitely cool, man. That's fine. So, okay, let's let's go over. I'm gonna go like top down approach. Let's catch up with CFDs first. I want to spend some time. Like, um, the last time I talked about CFDs, it was legitimately the release of E3 when they dropped the trailer for CFDs in conjunction with um, Pirates of the Caribbean. And I know since then a bunch has changed. So, kind of walk me through where it is since that release. So the Pirates of the Caribbean release came out and that brought a whole lot of different things with it. Um, they mimicked the rides, the Pirates of the Caribbean rides, yep. and okay. they did. And I've never been on those rides. I am mm -hmm. not a huge fan of of that kind of amusement park ride. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, I'll go on a roller coaster, but that that's not that kind of ride isn't really my thing. So I had yep. never been on it. But when I went through and and did that, they put them in these tails that you can do. So you and your crew will go vote on this tail and it takes you to an instance where it's you and your crew going through this experience and interacting mm. with this this essential ride. So was it um, a, an experience? I'm sorry to cut you off, but is it yeah. is it so it's, it's, it's not like it wasn't like a playable area, like kind of like Destiny 2 or something where it's like. You get the new storyline and you play through the instant storyline, but there's also like a new area available. Was there a new area or is it just instance only? It's the instance there. Okay. So they kind of did it both ways. There is the okay. instance of what is that tale and what is that, that storyline. And you go in there and you interact with that. And there are um, several, there's more than one. So you can go into one okay. where it takes you to a separate instance and it's just you and your crew and you interact. And there are, there are things you can do and goals you can, and achievements that you can get and books you okay. can read and follow that storyline. But then there's some of them that once you start them up, they open up an instance within the current world so other uh, okay. people can see it and interact with it and come and bother you so, so like, like unlockable content and then once you kind of it's like very mmo-esque like when you when you get to that part it unlocks it for the rest of the world and then you can interact with other people in that same space 
Yeah, gotcha. you can. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can. And it's, it's so Sea Thieves already had Tall Tales, which are, um, there were nine original Tall Tales, and it was kind of the same thing. Like you throw your Tall Tale down, but those didn't instance. They just created, they just created that ability for you to go through and do all of these things and see all these things and interact with these things. And other players throughout the world could still go and interact with you and kind of steal that away from you if they wanted to because pirates. Um, (laughs) so yeah, yeah. Pirates. Um, but most of the time, if players, the majority of players, I think, at least in my experience and with the people that I've been around, if they see you, you know, they go and look on your map table and see that you're doing a tall tale or you have obvious items because they have very specific items or gems or keys or chests that go with them. Um, people will go, oh yeah, we're going to leave these guys alone because that's a story that they need to be able to, you know, run with. Right. Um, and enjoy an experience. And so I'm sorry that's... for any listeners who are Sea of Thieves aficionados or anybody in the Sea of Thieves Twitch category who thinks that this is like the most boring content to listen to because you've already <laughs> played this a million times. But from a Sea of Thieves noob or maybe some potential Sea of Thieves newcomers, hopefully this information mm-hmm. is helpful. So it's kind of cool. Like, I love the integrations of uh, the storyline of Sea of Thieves is uh super interesting you can either play it every time we've played together we did no storyline we just went to murder people oh my god literally that's every all time we did. that's all, that's we, all did. we did i have no that idea i didn't cool. even know see if these had a storyline i thought the whole goal was just to go get a boat and murder people and steal stuff <laughs> yeah. from skeletons i thought that was the whole game yeah that was that's that's exactly what it was when i started playing no nobody told me there were there were stories or lore or any of that stuff. It was just like you get in the boat and you shoot at people and you shoot your cannons at people. And the whole, the whole, the whole reason I started playing the game was after three months of begging, my buddy finally went, look, Trav, you can get drunk and shoot yourself out of a cannon. And I was like, I'm in, let's go. I mean, now, yeah. I, mean, now I need to try this. <laughs> now Instantaneous try. in. Three months it took him. And that was the phrase that got me in. <laughs> <laughs> but you can you can do so much. There are so many pets and costumes, and they are constantly adding um, different skins. And because it's purely cosmetic, there is no you know the biggest thing you, that you get out of the game is bragging rights for whatever you're proud of. Oh. And so whether that be skins or commendations or achievements, and some people their their bragging is the the amount of money they have, and all of those things are okay because it's a sandbox and you can play however you want and you can choose to do whatever you want in that sandbox and use they give you so many tools and we're trying to that's one of the things that we're trying to do is showcase the choice and the amount of choice that you can have and the tools that you can use and blaze has just been super amazing with like i i'm telling you every time i start to get like oh god this is overwhelming i can't like something's gonna go bad i think about how when he updated the game and logged in for the first time so that we could start filming the first day of filming for assets and just he was so like i'm grinning from ear to ear right now he was so overwhelmed <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah tell us about that Blaze. Yeah. yeah i hadn't um i, I definitely so, like this and people in chat are like yo and people are asking you are you a pirate so i feel like you got some boots to fill here <laughs> <laughs> i uh yeah i'm i'm cool man i hadn't uh opened this guy the has game. a day one patch <laughs> yeah 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 i saw it grinded the game for oh like i don't know a while like right when it was released right um 
and kind of i don't want to say like burnt myself out but i, I don't know i kind of just like i guess uh other stuff came out and i started playing other games and started getting you know into some other stuff and i slowly kind of just faded out of sea of thieves and there was probably i don't know nine months to a year where i hadn't opened up the game whatsoever yeah. and i didn't know anything about it um and then like and in that time frame they had updated and added so many more things to the game uh and so so like trav said that the that first day when i loaded back in and i saw all this new stuff and how much they had added and how far the the game had come since i had last played i was just like i was just a, like a kid in a candy store just like mind blown and and just in awe at like how much how much more like creative and and how much new stuff and how much more fun you know achievements you, you could get right. and uh just blown away it, it was like so do you man, think it feels I, more like an mmo can... now more than like a first person shooter or is it like very true to its core like you know how much is it different from uh when you first played uh good question when i first played mm -hmm. cool boy um like I, I, like Trav said, I had like I played on day one. I I bought it like right when it came out, and right. when that happened, there really was not a lot to do. Minimal to content. Minimal I content. Remember. Everyone that I've spoken to, and I didn't play for like the whole first year, um, but everyone that I've spoken to said like, oh, it was great because you could get in and do pirate things, but you ran out of things to do very, very quickly because all you could do was a couple of voyages and some skull forts. And yeah. it was just right. that over yeah. and over. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, you could, you know, find chests, you know, you could get, do like treasure hunts and kill some skeletons and uh, like, when I started on day one, there there weren't even those skull forts. All you could do was, you know, kind of like fetch quests. That's literally it. That's all you could do the first, you know, few months, uh, like six or so months. And so, you know, they added a couple more things, a couple more achievements, a couple more uh, like storylines, and it got way better. And then, um, you know, I took that, I kind of just like took the that break from the game and came back and it was, I, I it was like Sea of Thieves 2. Kind of. It was like, mm. it, it was like a brand new game almost. Uh, I, I, it, I would kind of say that there was a little bit of MMO uh, esque feel to it uh, right. when I when I got back into it recently. Um, well, I remember man, the um, like right at the beginning so of the now. game when it first dropped, they had this trailer where they're releasing the idea of CFDs before the game actually dropped, and everybody's like. This is a wild experience. You like, oh, you run a boat and you have to like, you're a pirate and you just go do piratey things. You drink grog and you get get attacked by a kraken and you just like that's your life. You do now. pirate stuff. You do pirate stuff. And it was like yeah. a, such a unique. I remember at the time it was such a unique game. I think it came out. Did it come out with, when Modern Warfare first came out, or was like right around the same area of time? It's, it's an older game. I mean, see if these have been out for like what four years, five years. Three or four? Three or three, four? 2019, so 18, 18, 19. Wow. See, I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, so whenever that was, but I remember there was other games that were coming out that were like, you know, and then this random game, Sea of Thieves, be a pirate. And you're like, what? It was like yeah. such a weird concept. <laughs> and then 
now to see it all these years later getting patch after patch more events are being created like the ones you guys are making there's more uh competitive leagues now that are being built around it and there's just such a tight-knit community of people and the funny part too is i feel like see if thieves one of those games where it like either speaks to you or just doesn't i know that might be kind of counterintuitive Very much but so i find like i played it and like eh, it was fun like, i can play it that's okay sounds good but there's some people who are like a buddy of mine dizzy delo like he's like addicted like you can see the Shout joy in his face when he plays it's like super oh, yeah. like he's in he's hook line sinker you know what i mean for me i'm just like eh you know like i i could i could go be a pirate for a bit but it's not like something i would log on to every day you know what i'm saying it's just I not my think when we were back to, back when we were doing the marine corps monday events um and and leveled uh, god bless you for for letting me drag you into those things so confused. and it was just like every time you got in there you're like all right i have no idea what to do but i'm putting on this conquistador hat and i can fire this gun and yeah, that's, like... that's it that's my whole life <laughs> i don't know how to don't give me the range of the ship i don't, I don't want to jump off this bitch i don't i'm gonna go go stab things and shoot things as it's my whole life <laughs> it's my whole life now <laughs> yeah yeah it's definitely an experience that is very dependent on what's happening in the world around you when you enter into it like i remember the first time i remember the first time that i logged into the game i it was raining i was on ancient spire i didn't know that at the time um you I, you spawned at that time you spawned only in the tavern i woke up in the tavern i walked out and looked around i'm like oh i'm in a bar and i look outside and it's pouring down rain and i and i'm like i don't know what to do because i'm looking around and i don't see anything and in this particular island the tavern is up on top so you don't like you're not looking out at the ground above you you're looking from a higher view and i i texted my buddy and i'm like so what am i supposed to do and he's like well go find your boat and i'm like well where do i get a boat from right and i had no idea that like i already had a boat it was just sitting at the dock so i start running around and because it's at the top and it's raining and i can't see like i legit ran around that island for probably 20 minutes before i was like i can't oh, no. handle this i don't know what the fuck's going on that's how i felt when we spawned in they're like yeah just come come over here I was like going where i just spawned to a bar and then you brought me to like some secret dungeon underneath the bar i was like where the fuck the are we right now wow fortune yeah that's the pirate legend hideout athena's fortune it's it is the area created by the pirate lord for all of the pirate legends to go and hang out. And I was definitely to, not a pirate yeah, legend. I was you a were pirate definitely newbie. not. I, don't, I was not. I, I wonder today that. still yeah. if you qualify. <laughs> I don't. If I log back in, I still don't think I qualify. So I think no, I'm good. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No. No, it well, was so, it was a really good time. I mean, it's 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 uniquely fun game i know that for a fact i know it's a uniquely fun game it's really fun to play multiplayer and i think that's why the events have done so well i think uh, we've had you on the podcast twice before one time was with chromagon uh that was with status effect correct yes yes so, so that's that and then you came on again and we were just talking about another event that we were putting on and now we're kind NAL, of back yeah with that was nal and now we're back for yeah. the battle of brag and this time you're running it yes yes Ooh. i uh yeah 
So this is an interesting, um, yeah, <laughs> I've been thinking about this for a very, very long time and uh, I finally just decided, you know what, I'm going to see how many people I can get together and just kind of like that, that personal experiment of if I can get enough people together to do this, it can work. And I, th I think that I can and I've got, you know, a solid idea and I've got some solid people around me where I, where I trust their ability to advise me in the right direction should I need help. So like I've got one guy, bless his heart, Sentinel, who has listened to me whine and complain and sat through hours of me just being <laughs> myself. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so I need you to make a score sheet. Here's all the information. Make the score fair. And he's just like, <laughs> and then in, and then he helps out. But I know that like there are people like that that I can go to that are going to help me to create the most um fair and balanced of a scoring system and then i've got the guys that are getting together and helping me do setup and a couple of people that have come together to help like you know theory crafting and idea crafting of what what are we going to do and how is this going to work and and what are we going to do and i started reaching out to different people for different teams and the the sea of thieves community is so amazing and how people are so willing and so thirsty to do things with each other and with other people that that they're like you know what i just want to do something fun in the game and if you've got something fun in the game to do i'm down right. you know and that that's it's brilliant and it's lovely and people want to try new things and different things and so you know regardless of whatever self doubts of embarrassment that i have i know that i've got a lot of people who are just looking to have a good time and none of the rest really matters. Yeah, I think that's um, always so the that, trick of any yeah. event though, you know, like mm -hmm. every time we do like a customs game in Halo, I'm like, I have no idea what we're gonna do, but we're just gonna make it fun, <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. And we all, yeah. usually end up doing like something stupid, like a game mode, like a laser tag mm -hmm. or, you know, you can jump across the map and try and be a ninja with a energy sword and it's just stupid fun. That's how it should be, you know, like <laughs> yeah. that should be. But so yeah. I want to go a little bit deeper too is like, battle for the brag though so you were, we were talking a little bit earlier is like i think in any game like mmo especially but a game like sea of thieves fashion is always the end game oh my always. god let me tell you always. there are some very very fashionable people in sea of thieves <laughs> alpha <Yes>. cheeky <clears throat> um who who <laughs> there there's people that i know have absolute folders on their pc where it's nothing but different outfits or ship skins that they've put on like oh i, I liked this outfit and then they they just they want to buy all the outfits and all the ship skins and try everything on and do all the different things and that's one of the things that people like to brag about is i own everything in the game i can dress however i want there are costume there are like whole costume sets where you buy the the one costume and then people on your crew can add to that um it, there's just so many different things but yeah the the fashion there is a sea of fashion community um i i don't know if they're mostly reddit based but i know that that community exists and that they definitely like to post on twitter their their beautiful beautiful outfits <laughs> Uh, that's how it goes thing. i mean wow was the same thing dude fashion wow is like a giant part of you know people will run old content just to get specific items and it's lucrative in the game like you can spend <laughs> if there's an item that's super rare people will spend like a two million gold easy without even thinking about it and they'll pay real money for it like they will mm -hmm. they'll straight up pay real money for that item it's crazy 
Oh, yeah, yeah. And Sea of Thieves has done a really good job about not making it pay to win or pay to play. That You That's can good. pay to show off, um, yeah. you, you know, your fancy outfit or your, sh your fancy ship skin or whatever. But you're not going to No money that you spend in the game is ever going to give you an advantage over any other player. That's All good. the advantages are based Blaise, on skill you, or knowledge. Uh, look to the side there. You think uh, that's true? Oh, that's yes, absolutely. Okay. That's a really good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I did, wasn't like, eh, well, uh, no. I bought it's, this it's one not skin. This yeah. parrot does Barrel a lot of damage. <laughs> yeah, sneak level one hundred. Yeah, no, sneak um, level one hundred. There's yeah. like, there's that's like such a good point. It's like it's not it, it's not pay to win in any way, shape, or form. It's like Trop said. It's literally that's just awesome. pay to show off. And what's like really cool about the community and the people who like do pay to show off is that at this point in the game like everybody has been playing for long enough to where they people you come across in the game they they recognize you know like the way your ship looks and if you have a certain flag flying and if you have a certain outfit on your pirate and like they it's it's so um it's so cool how all you know other players can just immediately recognize you know the the prestige i guess somewhat that comes with you know owning all of those those super um uncommon and super rare right uh items those those, those cosmetics and the fashion stuff it's really cool you know you like they'll grab their their telescope or whatever the you know pull that out and zoom in on, on another ship across and you can just see the sails that they're they have equipped on their ship and be like wow okay that's that was uh that was a grind must have been a grind to get that like respect right. let's go shoot their ship and burn them burn right. them. let's go let's go, let's go steal all their yeah, stuff they did a really good job getting that let's yeah. take it yeah. when they yeah when they <laughs> added emissaries that kind of gave this this there's always I th and i don't know how long it's lasted but there's been this fever for like athena's so athena is a chest that it's a it's a voyage it's a chest it's a faction it's all of these different things but there is an athena chest which for a long time was the most the 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 most worth you could get in a single thing and okay. people would hunt for that so if they thought you were doing an athena voyage they would hunt you down and steal that athena because it was so worth it had just all of this uniqueness to it um and when they started athena faction or when they started factions and emissary factions um they made it to where you can fly a flag that represents your faction and it shows you know, like they they all have their own color and they all have their own markings and then it levels up in a certain way. Um, and, sure. you know, there's a little table that says, oh, there's an Athena on this server. So somewhere somebody is wearing that flag and and boy, that brought the hunters back out. <laughs> like I'm going I'm going Athena hunting because you didn't just have to guess anymore. You could go and look and see that somebody had that emissary flag up and know that they were trying to get Athena value and know right. that they had Athena items. And that that made that a little interesting. But the other thing that came with that was Reaper, and Reaper is the 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 faction that will buy anything. And also, it's known as the PVP faction. So people okay. will throw up that Reaper flag. And boy, I'll tell you what, that's that's if you see somebody with a Reaper flag, you know that you're probably going to have to fight them unless you were hunting Oof. them down to fight them. So you're God, probably you're just gonna fight them. <laughs> I like I. I'm, I was not an, in like when I play. I've never been the type of pirate who just sees someone and wants to go for PvP and just That's steal stuff. Like 
Yeah, I, I very sight. much. Yeah, I very much enjoyed just doing the challenges and like sailing with one friend and just kind of doing our own thing. Anytime we saw Reaper on the map sailing around, we did anything we could to avoid him. Oh, dude, I am. The, like, they'll, they'll always, they'll, like, they always just come toe, for you. Go for it. I'm yeah. scoping in. Just I'm laser beam right for you. I'm like, no, I no, 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 no. I'd be like, I'd be like the Dark Knight of Reapers. I would like shoot other Reapers. I'd be such an asshole Reaper. I would just Reaper just... everybody. At, at, with the experience of having had you on a boat before, I'm just gonna say that you would be the one that we'd be like, down boy, down. <laughs> <laughs> I'd already be halfway in a cannon, like ready to go. Like I'm out, I'm gone. <laughs> Everybody's a border all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm already gone before the. Yeah, off the starboard. <laughs> just go. I'm out. I'm already Instantaneous. I think the faction Wait, plays. Where's Lev? Yeah, right. Yeah, where's Lev? And then you, you just go stab the, people the randomly. Sound of yeah. murder. Yeah. <laughs> Remember me. Yeah. I think that the faction play and the emissary play brought out a lot of interesting twists in how people how people interact with each other and yeah. how people like approach each other because you you approach someone differently if they have a merchant flag up because you know they probably have chickens or crates of wood and wow that's boring um but then you know if it's a reaper they could have anything on their boat and boy golly gee you can if you're out to sink reapers you can get a lot off of that i mean there's been days where i've logged in with friends you know server hopping i think the biggest one we had the, the biggest amount in the shortest amount of time we we hopped into a server um, we saw two reapers fighting. We got over there, beat them both up, collected all of the loot, and went and turned it in. In about that 20 minute period, we made 800k in 20 minutes. It was absolutely what? ridiculous. Yes, it was stupid. It was absolutely stupid. Um, <laughs> but it took then me like there's six months to stick to grind for like yes. 800k. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but then there's days when you get in and you like you either hop around or you get in a server and you sail around for hours and hours and hours and you just see nothing. Right. Or you, you fight people and they have no loot on their boat. And then you're like, wow, I chased you for an hour for nothing. Cool. Right. But at least I got to murder you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would be me. I would just be server hopping until like, where's the biggest fight? I'm getting in there. I don't yep. care how many times yeah. I die. Yeah. I, you can sink my ship. Mm -hmm. I'm coming back. It doesn't matter. I'd be a pain i'd be a pest that's what would probably be my best mm -hmm. big my thing i think if i played <laughs> cfds now i'd probably go as like a merchant ship just to fight people like just to just fight people go undercover just, yeah i'll be undercover yeah. like psych yeah. bitch i'm a reaper yeah and just go just go ham just oh. all of a sudden pop up a new flag like gotcha bitch yeah. god i would oh i would hate to be in a server with you <laughs> you just need to be on his boat just leave me that's, alone that's the trick <laughs> Psych, you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you find people like Lev on the scene, you need to be yeah. in their boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be in your boat. <laughs> More like it. You come in 20 leagues of my boat. I'm coming after you, and I'm I'm already shooting at him cannon on the way, bro. <laughs> I'm already there. <laughs> already there. Yeah. 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 Is he shooting is he shooting cannons? Is he shooting balls at us? No, that's him. He's coming over here. <laughs> yeah. He's coming over here. We used to, one of the tricks is to fire your pet out of a cannon so that they think that you fired a pure person at them and they're like watching for borders and you're just like, <laughs> kidding, that was my cat. <laughs> I think I shot my cat at you. 
happy they didn't get you that. <laughs> oh, it's, it's brilliant. They make you can this... hear it meow yeah. when you... Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Cats, dogs, birds. Oh, Can you yeah. shoot my cat out of the cannon? <laughs> yeah. And they have... They, they've, they actually, like when you shoot an animal out of the can because the animals are proximal so that it will cut it will appear wherever its owner is so right. if the owner gets too far away it will follow it whether it's running or walking or flying depending on the animal or whatever but when you shoot it out of a cannon after a few seconds it needs to appear within a certain proximity of its owner and when it reappears in that spot it's hard and you can see like gunpowder all over its oh, body no. <laughs> <laughs> it's great sorry kitty it's yeah. time to go <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. My bird yeah. fly faster than he ever could before. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what it does. What that's it does. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's. Um, I want to kind of pivot a little bit and kind of talk sure. a little bit more about the event. So we're doing stuff for St. Jude. So I want to. I'm going to bring mm -hmm. this video up here. So Blaze, this is your handiwork. I'm going to put this full screen. Oh here. my God. This here is go. the best thing in the entire world. See what this is. This is. Okay, I'm I'm hiding it. Hold on, hold on. I gotta get. Ah. Sorry. Here we go. That's better. There we go. And if you guys can't hear the music, it is beautiful. Well, good choice, sir. Who chose this music? This is uh, amazing. It's it's actually um one of the songs from is this the game. Braveheart. <laughs> oh, that's actually Sea of Thieves music. Yeah. Okay, so chat can't hear this because. Oh, they can. They should be um, able to. Oh, okay. Yeah, they should be able to hear it. Chat, let me know the... if you can't hear this. You should be able to. Unless I broke it, I might have broke it. That's that's a possibility. All right. Yeah, no. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely not Sea of Thieves music. <laughs> okay. Sounds like I'm just saying. <laughs> sounds like from Braveheart, but it's beautiful, I, I man. Think... So. Why St. Yeah. Jude's? Let's just talk about that. Why St. Jude's? St. Jude's, um, okay, so I'll just go start here. St. Jude's mission statement is to ad advance cures in the means of prevention and of for pediatric catastrophe, catastrophic diseases through research and treatment. Um, their, their goal is to help people right. and to help people that really, in, in most cases, cannot help themselves. Like... These are kids that, you know, they, nobody asks to be sick ever. I don't think right. I, I don't I don't know of very many people who would be like, I would rather be sick. Um, but children's research, children's cancer, children's anything that kid, these kids have to do, like all of the research that they do, they share worldwide that I some places are like, oh, I found this thing. And I mean, you know, I don't think a lot of people do that in the medical field, but, you know, it's not unheard of. Um, I think that the amount of effort that they put into making sure that there is treatment for all they're in a non-discriminative way um, and that they're making sure that they are helping not just the kids, but the families along the way and That's sharing awesome. that research and, and stuff like that. It, like it's kids, man. It's kids, man. It's kids, man. <laughs> like, no, it's, it's true. Kids, it's, it's super. I'm, I'm, and I am like, officially one month away from baby being here. So I am in, in that same. Let's boat. go. I might have a little, like a little parrot soon. Just here. Just some yeah. Yeah. And hold the parrot up. You know? I can't yeah. wait. I can't Sorry. wait. I'm so Sorry. excited. Don't launch it I'm out so of the cannon. 
tell the missus. Like, she's not a parrot. I get it. She's not a parrot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this is so this graphic that that Blaze put together just oh, the first time he showed it to me, I like almost had I almost I had to put my hands over my mouth. I don't know if you heard me, Blaze, but the first time you showed that, I like literally gasped for air. Yeah. It's so good, man. <laughs> it was, it's so cool. It is I, so good. I it, get an idea yeah. of kind of like where the event is going. It's very much of a good aesthetic when you guys are talking about like, you're not just doing it to raise money. It's, it's called Battle of the Brags and there's bragging rights that are going to be involved, but the, the, all of that Absolutely. goes to a great Absolutely. cause. And that's yeah. awesome. Okay. Uh, on that note, when is the event? Let's just kind of go through these uh, these details. Whatever you can, whatever I can oh, squeeze yeah. out of you. March fifth, Saturday, Ooh. March fifth, uh, okay. one p.m. Eastern. And if you give me one second, I will scroll over to this fancy little secret place that I have, where I have the whole. Okay, so this is March fifth. Um, we we are having people and communities from all over the world represented. And I'm super duper excited about this. Like some of these people are like the most amazing people you could ever run across from from all places. Um, our official start time is actually 2 p.m. Eastern. I did a, an incorrect time conversion when I when I originally did this. So I had to go back and change it. So that's 8 p.m. CET, 7 p.m. GMT, 2 p.m. EST, 11 a.m. PST. And I had to convert all of those out because we are having people from at least all of those places. And I was like, nice. we need to make sure nobody's so worldwide nobody event. world. Oh, my God. <laughs> Too many World letters one. and numbers for me. Yeah. So alphabet Golf. soup <laughs> <laughs> no. on March 5th, on March okay. 5th, March 5th is the big day and I'm super excited about it. And I'm, I'm super excited to like, see whether, you know, maybe we get in there and the servers are like, just kidding. You can't play at all. And, and we just, you know, fuck about for a while. Um, or maybe we get in there and everything runs smoothly and perfectly. And, and we can go from there, um, which, you know, fingers crossed, but yeah, Whew, so you what never are know. The, what are the main things that people will be fighting for? What is the big brag? Bragging rights. <laughs> Just bragging rights straight up like you. Bragging, right. bragging rights. Bragging rights. Um, so we've kind of bounced around a couple of special ideas for what our, our our big team prize may or may not be. And and that's kind of still a little undecisive. Um, we've Whoa, got you said big team, big team. How many well, people are going to be doing this? There's no team is bigger than Hold on, another. Uh, big team? Excuse me? Wait, excuse me, big team yeah. battle? Huh? Wait, what? No. Uh, huh? What? What? No. Um, we've, bro <laughs> we've broken this event into three different portions, and okay. each of those portions kind of has its own little, like, if you're good at these things, you might be better at this portion of the event. And if you're good at these things, like, there's one area where... Mm, if you like fire and you're pretty decent at parkour, you might do a little bit better than other <laughs> than in the okay. other ones. Um, there's some in the first portion. There is a lot of decision making that has to be done, and you don't really like. And that's one of the reasons that we've kind of these poor innocent souls have not been told what they've signed up oh, for. Oh, so it's a secret <laughs> event. So they're going to get in there. They know just to show up here and then good luck. Yes. 
All so right, far, all that's, right. that's pretty much like, here's the day and time you need to be here. Let us record you for a while. Tell us everything you can about you. And by the way, we'll tell you what you're doing later. Um, so, it. yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, but but in part of that, though, there there is like that first portion. There are several different areas where you have to make choices. And those choices that you make in that moment are going to affect the way that the game plays moving forward for you because okay. those those options that you get are very limited and so if lev gets there first and chooses this then i can't choose that i have to choose that or from what's left over and that will definitely change the way that i am able to move forward so, so for it's... any participants who are listening or watching uh get there first <laughs> Whatever that is, get there last. first. If you're not yeah, first, you last. <laughs> ain't first, you last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've tried to incorporate as many things that are... I mean, like, Sea of Thieves is very much a sandbox that's very much built around um, playing with the tools that you have and being able to utilize the tools that you have to do a variety of things in any way that you want. It, it is a sandbox, and you can, you know, play in the sand however you want. And so we've tried to... Um, make a point of of including some of those choices in tools and in options for uh people to be able to make different decisions so on that yeah. point what happens if a reaper group decides to show up at your event um then if, if that happens it will be me and it will be because <laughs> i've gone rogue <laughs> please please actually do that. please do that yeah oh i would love that <laughs> One well, thing, uh, go ahead. Uh, one thing I feel is pretty appropriate, um, like just with the name and the fact that the winners just get bragging rights. You know, they can just claim the title that uh, you know, victors of Battle of the Brag. Yeah. Um, like in the in the in the game, you know, you, you can have a, a title displayed under your under your name. You know, right above your pirate. Right. And I feel like uh, it's it's kind of appropriate to have you know like the the prize of this be bragging rights because you know ultimately like it's it's kind of like how we were talking about this like the the fashion you know you can show certain things off that you yep. that you've grinded for and worked hard for and, and won or you know saved your gold up for and bought and so just having the title that's like what people you know grind and play the game for is titles and unlocking and uh, you know, getting all these commendations and achievements, and just showing off the title that they've that they've worked for. So, like, I mean, that's what they that's what they grind for in the game, and then that's it's the same concept, uh, like for this event, winning it. You know, yeah. you get to just claim the title. So, is yeah. there an actual unlockable title? Is there any unlocks that are happening? Oh for this God, event? I, I I wish, I wish, I wish. I don't know if I can convince anyone from Rare to give. Hey, me Rare, that. Uh, <laughs> come on, man, just a couple of characters, I, yeah. a couple of little characters. That's it. I That's know all it is. there are definitely some groups that have been asking for titles for their groups for a very long time, and it's it's kind of that you know, like mm, we can do we can do so much, but but we have to be very cautious because with every update, and and all of the updates are free, and all. Right. The updates come with different things that you can unlock, and most of the time, those come with 
their own sets of titles. And I'm like, in my mind, I go, at some point, they're going to run out of titles. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, where, how, where is this <laughs> coming from? And they're so brilliant. Some of them are so amazing and so brilliant. Like, I don't know who it is that sits in the room and makes up names for titles, but I commend you, um, dear persons. You're, you're, do, you're doing an excellent job. You or team, whoever you are. <laughs> you and your team, yeah, whoever you are in your team. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I love the idea that we're able to, to allow people the opportunity to get in and just do something fun and then brag about being able to do it. I like that's, that's just cool. I think the other thing is, is that I really wanted to focus on people that, um, I thought that I think are amazing people in a variety of communities. And I was able to reach out to many of them and just with, with no trouble at all, have them be like, oh yeah, for sure. And so, um, some of some of the people don't know this yet. Top secret, guys. Top but secret I've, uh, tip top coming secret. out. I have compiled a, a pretty extensive list for a lot of the players that are participating just to show off different things that they've done in the community with, that I want to brag about. Like this person, oh. you know, this person has done, look at all of these things that this person has done for the community and recognize them more because I think they need to be recognized more. And, and so if you it's, kill is... them, then you get bragging rights because <laughs> you just took out that yeah. person. <laughs> shoot your cat this out is... of cannon. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to shoot your cat out. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Mr. Squiggles. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to, um, I wanted to, I, I, I thought really long and hard and I've been, and I've talked to people about this for a very long time is that I've wanted to just be able to, you know, here's a handful of people that I think need to be bragged on more. And and here's why. And, you know, whether it be contributions to the community in an artistic form or in a charitable form or in a just being a decent human being and being upstanding on the seas as far as their the way that they interact with other people. I mean, like me. I, I've yeah, I've got some amazing, amazing casters and, and things like that. So, um, so speaking yeah, of which, um, so you just you just alluded to this, but so. So what is the event going to look like for somebody who's watching? Uh, you know, there's what's it going to where's it going to be? Like, give me give me some like logistical insights real quick. OK, so um, top secret stuff. Top secret. <laughs> the leaks are here. Let me tell you. Um, so we're starting off on one of the most beautiful islands in the Sea of Thieves and Blaze will tell you I think when we were recording our assets he said I, there was a whole like 10 minutes where every time he turned around he's like oh my god there's a prettier place here yeah. oh my god like, was... <laughs> yeah, when we were in the game recording some stuff I was like yeah. it's every angle every, every angle is perfect hang on let me record over here hold on let me go hold on let me oh wait hold on this looks really good yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're so we've we've chosen an the island is of beauty. I will say yeah. That. Oh yeah. my god. So god, very much. So beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Chicken so Island, 100%. We... <laughs> <laughs> chicken Isle. Chicken Isle, where there are no chickens, but next to Snake Isle that is full of fucking snakes. Why are there no chickens? These are, these are facts of the game. Um, no, we we've, we chose our main setting to be Mermaid's Hideaway. And okay. Mermaid's Hideaway has a lot of really cool features on it. It's got... Um, a couple of immortalizations on there. There's that that are hidden secrets uh, that that Umbra has legend, and there are some. There's a, a lovely cave or a lovely um, 
underwater cave. There's a lovely pond where you can go fishing if you wanted to. Um, there, the scenery and the rock faces are just amazing. And there's a multitude of places that you could run around and hide and do things. But it's 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 very very beautiful. It's very clear. It's in one of the most in one of the clearest areas of the map. Um, okay. So we start out there and we do a couple of fun things. Um, and we move to a couple of smaller islands nearby where we, you know, have some some interactions and stuff like some that. Some other fun um, things. Some other fun things where you must make choices. Choices. <laughs> choices. Okay. Hmm. hmm. You can brag about how smart your choices are. <laughs> My um, smart. <laughs> me, me shoot not. cannon? <laughs> me, me shoot, shoot cannon? gun. Um, interestingly enough, in the first entire portion of the event, there will be very little and possibly no use of cannons. Um, so that's a, that's a, that's a twist for okay. a pirate game. Okay. Um, and then we'll move on to our, our second top secret section, which I'll just go ahead and tell everybody Ooh. might, might be, uh, a few arena matches maybe and and those are definitely full of cannon fire <laughs> like if you want combat that's, that's where you'll go that's called my man so yeah 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 and then a very fiery end we'll have fire everywhere there will always be fire let me just i assure you there will be fire <laughs> <laughs> a very fiery end oh no Trob <laughs> likes fire um, we have a, a really great team of people and we're crossing our fingers, blaze crush fingers, crossing our fingers. Everything goes well tomorrow. We recorded an entire fireworks show. Nice. <laughs> we, we spent hours setting up for this fireworks show and there was a visual glitch. And so we had to trash the entire no. thing. Oh, <laughs> so That's tomorrow. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So tomorrow we're, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, sometimes you have to do it twice to make it right. So tomorrow we're re-recording our fireworks show. It's going to be phenomenal. I know that like, aside from that one visual glitch, what we recorded the first time was absolutely amazing. And, and I, it, I can't wait to do it. I'm kind of excited to do it again. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm excited to just stand there and watch yeah stand there and watch <laughs> your job sir is to stand here yeah. and watch no <laughs> that's awesome though man smile and yeah, yeah, yeah. so a lot of it a lot of the the build-up that you've been doing is getting um like graphical assets and in, in these intros like uh how many teams are going to be evolved so we have um four main teams that are going to be involved and those people are going to get all of their instructions in the next couple of days possibly tonight depends Ooh, on possibly yeah, tonight you po say possibly tonight i might have to nap first but <laughs> that's fair that's fair um but yeah so we're gonna give all of their information we've been like fine-tuning and tweaking everything to make sure and then there are a couple of different um rogue i'll say rogue teams that are are partaking in different sections of the event as a whole okay. and so you got some like so, twists and turns in there oh yes we're definitely taking away the advantage of some teams and giving it to others oh okay <laughs> we've got to got to throw a wrench in things to make it a little more fun a little I, more we, interesting yeah oh yeah oh, okay yeah. Oh, i yeah. like it i like where yeah. it's going we were super worried when we first started like looking at our point system for everything because you've got different types of things going on um, and and how to play that out in a way that that created 
a level a more level playing field because right. i kind of went you know some of these teams are teams of uh, or groups that have been playing together for a long time and then there's some of these teams that um are more casual and not really as competitive and then there are definitely there's definitely a team of people who are much more active in the competitive scene and so i'm like mm, how do you balance all of that yeah, yeah balancing that becomes really really tricky so um the those guys don't know it yet but we're forcing them into roles they're not normally Ooh. playing so that's okay. gonna be um another leak <laughs> oh, leak. you guys heard it here first oh i'm telling everybody this is, this is a podcast <laughs> <Telling> everybody. <laughs> all the leaks are here let me tell at, you at one hour and six minutes into the podcast there's a leak so enjoy <laughs> yeah just, just like so I need to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> got him. So I'm super, super excited. And we've got a really, really fantastic sponsor for this event, too. Um, Golden Day Coffee. And I, I had a very lengthy chat with that gentleman and was just kind of like, yo. Uh, shout out to Golden Day Coffee. Shout out. Yeah. Big, big shout out to those guys. The, to that guy. To that guy to those guys do you have a, another guy in your pocket is he cute is he single <laughs> the, the peoples um, <laughs> the people is there a people or a people is there a people no they yeah, yeah. he he th so that company has been phenomenal with their offerings up for sponsorship and their willingness to be a part of what we're doing and he does some really cool things inside of game anyway and mm. like like one of the in the latest update one of the things that you can do is bury things yep. and in, in one of the updates in, in i don't remember if it was the same update or the one before they opened up shrine under these underwater shrines and when you open up these shrines there are different things in there and um some new items that weren't around in the game before and one of those items is a coffee it's a, it's a box of like coffee it's oh, ancient okay. and old and um so what he's been doing as part of like advertisement for his brand is to take those and bury them throughout the sea of thieves and when you bury something it generates a map and then you can go put it on a map board and these map boards are on sea posts and on outposts throughout the world and you can go and find one and if you find one with his name on it and you go and dig up that coffee he'll send you a gift card oh that's super and i'm cool. like that's, that's super cool yeah that's super cool so when we were creating um and he hasn't seen the whole thing yet either. So another spoiler alert. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to go with the these spoilers, spoilers tonight. Just, yeah. Like this, this whole podcast is a spoiler, by the way. <laughs> yeah, also, I'm spoiler. insane. <laughs> um, he hasn't seen it yet, but we did. I, I sent him like a still of what part of the asset was going to look like when we were first working on it. Um, but Blaze did an amazing job of, of placement and lighting and, and doing the things and the magic. He's like the visual artist that i always wanted I told to keep you in he's my good like, i yeah, told he's, you he's good yeah yeah genius so i mean he's amazing he's absolutely amazing like everything that he's done that we've reviewed 
even when it's not been completed like there were a couple of times where he's slapped shit together in like a half a second and been like hey check this this is where i'm going with this but it's not done yet and i'm just like i'll take that yeah it's done it's done to me <laughs> i don't know what yeah. more magic well, you're, you're gonna put on that, that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's very much very much doing an amazing job so far but he's created some assets for for the sponsor, for the charity, which we saw a little bit ago, for the team introductions, for um, the casters, for the staff, the, everything has just been absolutely phenomenal. Um, and I like, even if everything else in the event fails, we're gonna have the best fucking visuals. <laughs> like, nice. Yeah, was, that's. Just, we're just gonna play that shit all day. There you go. Yeah, just play it on a reloop. You know, <laughs> call it a day. <laughs> call it a day, man. Well, actually, yeah, speaking yeah. of that, I know there's a Sea of Thieves. You sent me this earlier. Sea of Thieves 2022 preview event. I know that a lot of people who are used to Sea of Thieves have probably already seen this. But for mm -hmm. those of you who are listening at home who don't play CFDs, or for anybody who's at the podcast right now who doesn't know anything about CFDs, um, I'm interested in looking at this. So I think we should segue over into this. Speaking of graphics, CFDs does a great job with their shit. So I'm going oh, <laughs> to yeah, look at this real quick. Phenomenal. They nail this. Um, so I want to get an idea of uh, of what we're looking at here, Trove. So like, like what is exactly what is this? This is that CFDs preview event. So... Let's watch this a little bit. Let's see what we got here. All right, all right, let's go. Okay. So they're they're really focusing more in. Uh, there's no sound. Oh shit. Yeah. No sound. Uh, I can, can hear it on my side. Read the it's captions, not but I'm not getting any sound. Fuck. All right. Well, this is not fun. I thought I had the sound working, but I guess not. Oof. Sorry, guys. Um, there, punch, punch the sound device in the monitor. <laughs> the, well, the good thing is it's recording. It's recording the sound. It's not playing it live for some reason. So, uh, but basically, they were talking about adding in new sounds. Now we've already talked about. There's also I'm just gonna kind of go through some of these sections here. They have Captain Jack Sparrow who came in. So give me a little bit of insight on why is Captain Jack making such a big portion of like the 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 storyline now. Has Disney just fully taken over CFDs now? I wouldn't say they've fully taken over, but they've definitely made their presence known. Okay. <laughs> so um, Jack Sparrow comes in with the Pirate's Life update and you go through a set of tales where you can kind of go through that storyline of how Jack Sparrow has become integrated into the Sea of Thieves and what he's doing there. And in parts of those storylines that we were talking about, um, you, you run into other characters that are already from the game. Gotcha. So they've tried okay. to integrate some of the existing lore into some of the new lore that surrounds Jack Sparrow. Um, Jack Sparrow as an entity and kind of the vibe that is, is what Jack Sparrow is, is that there's there's goodness and and there's also chaos and you right. know your 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 ship is your vessel and it can take you anywhere you want to go like you 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 can do all of the things you want to do and regardless of how wretched you are 
you've still heard of me because I did something and mm. I did a good thing. And he does work towards in the end of all in, 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 I don't know how familiar everyone is with the, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. And yes, I've seen them and it's been a while, but some of the things that I got from those movies still kind of sticks around and they try to emulate that. And some of the life lessons that, that try to go along with that. Many of the characters that are in Sea of Thieves also try to emulate some of those same values. So okay. Sea of Thieves has what's called the Pirate Code, and that's seven articles of don't be a piece of shit. Oh, um, I'd fucking fail at all of those. That's not good. You see somebody um, with a boat going back to base, don't kill them. Like, that is a prime target. <laughs> that's how I see that. But it, yeah, it's more like, it's more like um, respect new pirates in their voyage and that everyone in the crew has a say-so. Like, no no, no one is better than anyone else. We're all right. equals in this. And, and we all have a say-so. And everyone's opinion and everyone's thoughts are valid. And everyone is valid regardless of how long they've been on the journey or which path they choose choose to take on that journey that reminds and me that's... of new dude new world there was this <laughs> other company we dealt with who he was a fucking tyrant there's no other like there's no nice way of saying it this person on this i'm not even gonna say his name because he's a, like voldemort dude just not worth the time he um he just he was such a tyrant dude he, he had this cult <laughs> of personality around him but he was just oh uh... couldn't stand that that is the worst most toxic thing to play with and against it's just so terrible so i'm glad they yeah. did that it's awesome yeah. Yeah, they put the so Sea of Thieves implemented the pirate code and and forgive me if I'm wrong to anybody who knows better, but my understanding because I wasn't around during that time period, but my understanding is that the code itself was something that was in part a request from the community saying, "Hey, look, like we love all of the concept here, but some people are just not good people and yep. there needs to be some kind of a guideline. So the pirate code is posted in every tavern on the sea. There are seven taverns. There are seven articles. This is really convenient for something else that's in the works for later. Okay. But, <laughs> okay. Well, the funny um, part is but, you bring yeah. that up, but that's the same thing that New World is having to go back on because mm -hmm. it got so toxic so quickly mm -hmm. where it was, you know, Easily. company versus company for legitimately like in world in in that game in new world when you win a war you legitimately take over that territory all of the tax income that comes with it and then you also have to defend and you can raise taxes on the individuals who own property inside that territory so if you take that territory from a, a rival faction there's always so much just animosity and so they just got so toxic so quickly where people were putting yeah. bounties out on other people like it was yeah. really bad so they had to do like something similar where they're they're yeah. making it easier yeah. now and they're not making it so prevalent like taxes don't matter as much anymore like things like that right. so it's cool that they yeah. kind of did the same thing and sea of thieves definitely has an economy there like there's a hundred percent a functioning economy well a, a functioning of sorts economy within the sea of thieves um, that that's not really been, you know, even though we all play to it, I don't think I don't think the majority of people have really taken the time to try to understand it or where it's going or anything like right. that. But 
but back to Jack Sparrow, he kind of like has that same vibe as what some of the other characters like in the end, we're all trying to do something good. And in right. the end, we're all just trying to be decent people and let other people, you know, let you let me be on my journey and you go on your journey. And if our journeys cross paths, that's fine. We don't we, we can deal with it, whether it's through combat or otherwise but if we have issues that arise we don't have to take that out of the seas it doesn't have right. to go any further than that like we right. can we can battle it out on on the waves and then go about our day um and they've kind of tried to speak to that as much as they can because it's a really it's a really valuable thing i think in all areas of life to know you know when when do you walk away and leave something where it's at when do you dude, whether you leave it deep at, in this video yeah, game dude yeah like Pirates camaraderie. We be, we be deep in these pots. Yeah, <laughs> the waters be deep. <laughs> yeah. Let me um let me see yeah, if yeah. I fix the audio here. Let me can you guys hear sure. this now? Yay, nay, no. Nope, it's still your it's still your God um, damn it. back music. Of course, I, yeah. I do all this prep work for the podcast, and now you can't hear anything. So, damn that's it. That's yeah. That's probably what I was hearing earlier because you're like, "This sounds awesome," and I'm like, "No, it doesn't." <laughs> there's nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's good. nothing there. Okay, it so there's they're adding in these seasons now. So they've added in. They're talking about seasons at this point. So yeah, they, is, yeah, we've added in seasons. What's the season that's going on right now? We are in season five, I believe. Okay. Um, every season you get like a hundred different levels that you can unlock. Anyone can unlock them. Um, if you buy the season pass, there's a couple of extra things that you can get that are exclusive to having bought the, the plunder pass. That's what this, the, the plunder the pass, pass. the plunder pass. Yes. That's dope. I've hated that name for a very long time. <laughs> I like it immediately. Say that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it makes sense. It fits, it fits a lot of areas of the game. And I know that, um, I, I was asked a very long time ago, like if Sea of Thieves ever did a seasons and or did a did a battle pass and it was called this, what would you think? And I'm like, I hate battle passes and that's a <laughs> dumb name. <laughs> like, um, but really, I was concerned because the only other battle passes I had any experience with were like, um, I just I didn't have a really good impression of of how it would play, and I couldn't for the life of me think of the best way to implement it into Sea of Thieves because yeah. it just doesn't seem like a battle pass kind of game. But they've done a really good job of providing a variety of different things for you to earn and uh, what Joe Neat would call progression in a session. Um, that's a quote. <laughs> yeah. So you can you can earn progression in your season pass just by sailing around okay. or by doing any normal thing that you would do. So you don't have to go out of your way to do a world event to earn any progression in the season. But if you do go into a world event, you will earn your progression faster or, um, and, and sometimes it's simple things and it's different for each season, but sometimes it's simple things like do a tall tale or read so many books from tall tales or, okay. you know, um, raise an emissary or reach grade five in an emissary or, uh, dress your ship in a specific skin, you know, just small things, kill an and or kill a, uh, a mob of whatever kind, an ocean crawler or a skeleton, or, you know, complete a voyage for some fact 
faction. So they give you all of these different things that you can earn reputation for or earn um, season progress for that you don't really have to try. So you can get in there and play the game super casual and progress the entire time that you're playing hmm. and not have to worry about being super grindy or anything like that. So that's really, really amazing. Um, the, it's not expensive. You can get it for, you know, it's like, what, 10 bucks or something like that, I think. It's not, oh, it's not expensive. Yeah, it's, yeah, not, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not expensive at all. And then you can, this, this, there was complaints that you could you can the um the in-game currency the real money currency is uh ancient coins and so if you want to buy stuff from the emporium with real money you convert your real money into ancient coins and then you can buy that and you can get ancient coins in the game naturally but it's very very rng and many many people don't ever get that opportunity so you could earn them in the season pass and one of the complaints were that, that people weren't earning enough to repurchase that season pass like you can in apex right you buy a season yeah. pass in apex you you make it to the top level and it automatically buys you the next season because yeah, you, you play enough, enough yeah if so. you play yeah. enough you can do something like yeah. that yeah so now you'll be able to do that with the the Sea Thief seasons, which is awesome. Um, I think that that's a really, really that's amazing smart. I mean, thing you're, to have you're added. You're giving in. people who play the most a reason to keep playing. I mean, the same oh. thing's true in World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft did it where if you made enough gold, you can buy gold to pay for your own subscription per month. So, oh, you nice. know, it's a yeah, subscription-based yeah, yeah. game. Like, it's 15 bucks a month. So, if you made enough gold, you can turn that into what they call a WoW token. And you can buy mm -hmm. a WoW token. But the cool part is, too, is, like, if you wanted to use real money to make gold, you can just buy a WoW token with real money and then get gold for in-game. So, it's kind of like this back and forth where they had this whole in-game economy for WoW tokens to make it easier for people to uh, keep continue to play the game. So technically you can play world of warcraft free to play but you have to spend a lot of time making money you gotta make some money yeah yeah i think so sea of thieves is an interesting game for money making as far as like in-game currency there are a handful of people that are over 400 million gold in the game and own everything and I'm like, I feel poor what? with my little, yes, that's a lot, <laughs> and own everything in the game. And then I'm over so, here so like, I on. feel Did poor. Did you say 400? 400 million. 100 yeah. million. Yeah. How? Yes. I <laughs> Lots of Great reaper. question. How? <laughs> Lots of being a reaper. <laughs> Four I play a lot. I don't have anywhere hundred. near that. So They're I'm, almost at a billion. Yeah well half yeah 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 i um i play a lot, a lot. I, I play less than i have in in the past and i'm nowhere near that and i look at people who have been playing since and there are people out there that have been playing since day one very casually but playing since day one on a regular basis and they don't own half of the shit in the game and they're only like at a couple million one or two million and some of them less than that and i'm like <laughs> Yep, yeah, that'd, that'd, be that'd be you. That'd be you guys right here. These guys. I have under fifty thousand, I think. So yeah. I'm not even no. the boat. Okay. Yeah, and and that kind of speaks to also, you know, kind of going back to that sandbox and playing how you want. Like you've got in there, and even though it's not your kind of game, you're still having a good time and and having yeah. a blast. And you're getting to you know go and brag about the things that you've done, and maybe that's not necessarily the money making, but the encounters. 
Um, Because sometimes those encounters and those experiences are above and beyond any dollar that you could put in your account. Yep. Um, At least in my opinion. Yeah. 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 I just find that super (laughs) interesting. I want to try one more thing. I just try to fix this. If it doesn't work again, I'm going to get off the videos for right now. I'm going to go ahead and (laughs) try this again. And alongside that, that. we've been running numerous live events throughout the year. With all that said, we still feel like there's something missing. Yes. We want to make the CFE's world feel like a richer, more dynamic place where every time you play, there's always something new to discover and new adventures to embark upon. So we're going to be evolving and expanding how we update the game. So alongside seasons, as they are now, we're introducing two new ways that we'll be updating the game. Adventures and mysteries. So firstly, adventures are story-driven live events. And these are released on a regular basis of one per month, typically lasting around two weeks. Crucially, adventures are a chapter in an overarching story that's unfolding within Sea of Thieves. So Sea of Thieves is really pulling it together with these adventures into a story mode basis. Like they're really f- doubling down on story. Right. From what it sounds so, like. From, from the way that things were described to me by several people way back in the day, there was Sea of Thieves would do a regular update that would have some kind of story or some kind of adventure tied to it. Um, and that like, there was a time when, uh, there was a shopkeep Wanda and she ran into something and it caused her to get become cursed. And throughout the couple of weeks prior to the, the main release with that storyline, different things would happen and the world would change in small ways. Like there were Mm. footprints in the sand and her arm slowly turned into a skeleton. And if you didn't go into the shop and see her looking at her arm or look at the, the way that the scenery changed inside of the shop, what was on the shelf, things like that. um, You might not have noticed all of that stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't have noticed any of that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so and then the big update that came with that kind of released a little bit more information. Oh, oh, it was curse balls, and and there is a reason for all of this to have happened. And so what we're we're where we're at right now is that they've reintroduced Belle. Belle has been around in the lore for a very very long time, but she hasn't really been in the game. And she's currently in the game, and there's an adventure you can log in and you go talk to Lorena and you say, hey, Lorena wants you to do a favor, by the way, just in case you didn't know um she she'll sell you or she'll give you information on where to go to try to like help bell out and so you go and you collect items and you have this battle that it's an instance battle but also some of the islands throughout the world have changed and are now surrounded by this shroud and they have a completely different look and they have um there are like an instance while you're doing that particular storyline there are different things that you're going to run into that you haven't run into before and so it brings this like curiosity and some of the items you pick up you're like what is this for i don't know what i've never seen this before you know are there markings on it and things like that but the cool thing about that is is that that's going to change and we know it's going to change in the next week i think week two weeks we know it's going to change and go away forever and something else is going to replace it so so they're doing it like it's like it you know Mm -hmm. as one thing happens they're bringing another thing in later 
Mm-hmm. Right. Gotcha. So it's a prog- it's a progressive storyline so that the okay. world is constantly changing and you can constantly have that curiosity and that desire to go and see what's going on. And there's like the whole lore fanatic, you know, yeah. scene and they're totally going nuts over some of oh, this. I, stuff. I don't blame it. them. Yeah. <laughs> so they have yeah. finale. So they have basically they're saying that everything's coming up into a finale. And that the outcome of that story will be changed. Will be changed, and the world will change forever. And that will become part of the ongoing storyline for Sea of Thieves. This This is very much about players being at the heart of their ongoing storytelling in Sea of Thieves and being responsible for moving the world forwards. So, okay, this reminds me a lot of like WoW Cataclysm, where they actually changed the physical part of the world, but you had to play through the storyline for the world to actually get changed during that cataclysmic event. Um, and then now any new player who makes the in, into the game uh, will now only see the cataclysmic event. So you had to like kind of be there for that to actually happen. Uh, and like right. certain things just got unlocked as as those progress. So I like how they're using this storyline to kind of do that. You know what I mean? Like they're kind of like building it and then it unlocks slowly maybe once a month there's a new piece and then by the end of it there's a finale that totally changes the world in a different way after that yeah, so and, then that, and then that new world is there and that's what you experience when you come in for the first time that's yeah. like wanda's hideout on on um wanderer's refuge you can go there and you can interact with it but it wasn't always there right. and so if you don't know the story of how it got there you might not even know that it's there because it's a hideout and it's hidden oh <laughs> uh, yeah that's smart no i like this mm-hmm. it's kind of cool how they're, they're kind of doing this let me ask they have some mysteries mysteries well. are also something that we're super excited about so these are going to be stories that players are going to have to work together to uncover and this will happen kind of in-game and out of game uh, in terms of clues being released and that they will evolve kind of over a longer time period than a typical adventure will because we're going to be kind of you know teasing and hinting and, and looking at how people are solving this are people figuring this stuff out when's the right time to move this forward but based oh, on players really uncovering the kind of next stages of these mysteries we've already seen little bits of this with some of the little stuff we've done in the past like the runes and things um, but this is going to be taken that to another level entirely we've been looking at other media we've been looking at films we've been looking at episodic tv we've been looking at books and how they can tell compelling mysteries over time and we've really been inspired by those and we see certain genres fitting really well in terms of mystery telling so you've got murder mysteries whodunits ghost stories certainly take inspiration from those kind of (laughs) mysteries in other media i can't say too much about the stories we're going to expect from mysteries but i will say this the first mystery okay so they they kind of going over like this this episodic mystery where it might even be player driven so this is very much like destiny 2 and destiny 2 like every raid that they've ever dropped they do what's called what they call it it's it's like a it's like a community mystery very similar to this where they give like a weird piece of data on like their twitter feed and then people will just spend hours decoding Mm -hmm. whatever the hell that is yeah but that piece of data that was given by bungie also correlates to something in game and so it's only mm-hmm. then can you unlock the mystery that then unlocks for the rest of the player base uh, so like yeah, for example yeah. like a weapon gets unlocked or uh, storyline gets unlocked or yeah. something like that uh, everquest yeah. was actually the first mmo company to ever do this 
they actually to this day you know 15 16 years later still have mysteries or or lore questions what they call it like lore patterns or whatever they call it that people still haven't figured out but the developers won't say anything they just didn't let the community figure it out and if they don't they don't it is what it is just, they'll just never be unlocked so it's, <laughs> yeah i wonder if cfds will do that be cool like imagine there's... all of a sudden like you just stumble upon some weird conch shell you blow into it and all of a sudden there's a ghost ship that you can now interact with it's <laughs> yeah. crazy you're like what the fuck is this like there's you know? definitely been statements made about how there are still things left undiscovered in the world and i don't know if that's still accurate or not i would like to think that it is i would like to think that there are still some secrets uncovered yeah um but but if there are i don't know about them which is kind of the, the yeah, yeah yeah like how are you you're not gonna know unless you know yeah <laughs> and then so if my, you know one of my favorite things about the game like just the fact that there, just the uncovered secrets whether or not there are some or not and like that we don't know yeah, like I, I just I love the that aspect of like mm -hmm. just mystery and uncertainty and the fact that you just have to figure stuff out or will or just you, or nobody you will won't. ever know. Yeah, or, yeah, or you won't. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry yeah. about and it. The discoverability of things is one of the the highlights. I think um, I. I've said this before in, in various places, you know, the, the crew that I started playing with, they they were all experienced gamers and I was just not. And so a lot of times it was like, Trove, don't touch stuff. You're going to break things or you, no you know, touchy. like, yeah, just, you just stay on the boat and fish, okay? That's no what we touchy. need you to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not really sure um, what to do with I, my hands. Yeah, and I didn't know how to fish, so I was, <laughs> but... <laughs> um, when, when I finally started sailing solo and started sailing with other crews and it was just kind of like, get off the boat and go explore things and run around. And, and I think that was one of the things that really stood out to me was one of the first tall tale experiences I had. I had, um, I did break a lot of things back in the day. He was, he was, he was there. <laughs> Um, but one of the one of the most memorable tall tale experiences I had was and I hated it was that I was just so interested in running around and looking at things and touching all of the things and picking everything up and messing with it and seeing what this would do or what would happen if I go here and my crew was like that you're not being very efficient Trav and I was right. just like but I'm, I don't want to be efficient I want yeah. to explore because right. I've got that yeah. So the, I like the ability to do that and to still do that to this day and knowing that like, oh, you know, oh, the Golden Sands changed dramatically. So Golden Sands is one of the outposts. You know, you log into the outpost, you can go buy, you know, whatever supply, you can go collect supplies and, and chill and go have a beer in the tavern if you want and go check out whatever scenery. And the current state of Golden Sands is that it's surrounded in a shroud all of the it's so thick that you can't even see the island when you're pulling up to it like often people are crashing into it at this point and you I walk around the island yes yeah yeah it's this, yeah yeah you haven't That's been there since yes um well, but know it's, I'm doing after the it's pod. a huge state of disarray and all of the inhabitants have left 
there are no shop right there are no shopkeeps there there's no one in the tavern the mysterious stranger is gone there there is no one there anymore um so it's kind of like this except for the dog but we'll talk about that later we'll talk about um, that in a second <laughs> i do like, want to say he's, he's uh like... <laughs> big shout out to frosty ent for two months now for supporting the podcast and my frosty. content so appreciate you frosty sorry to cut stay in frosty, there my friend stay frosty my friend yeah frosty, um i want to i want to move forward a little bit and these mysteries sound really cool but i want to get mm. into season six so when does season six release uh march 10th i believe is okay. the date okay so let's let's see what they got is at the heart of that unfolding narrative all right, first look. Here we go. I mean, everybody who's already probably seen this, but for people on the podcast, seasons play, run every three months roughly, and they introduce new mechanics, progression, new rewards, uh, new pirate emporium, new plunder pass, uh, and the emissary ledgers are reset. So season six, which kicks off in March, introduces a new mini raid experience, which is introduced by the mini wave raid. sea forts. There'll be six sea forts around the Sea of Thieves. And in the sea forts, players will be able to battle phantoms and sea fort captains in order to unlock the treasury and all the rewards inside. Unlike the forts that already exist in the game, which are there to bring multiple crews together, sea forts are there to provide a more personal experience. Wow, so if you're playing by yourself or if you're playing with your crew and you can see a sea fort active, you're not necessarily going to shy away from it. You know, as a challenge, it will be pitched towards you. So oh. these forts are brought through from memories from Sea of the Damned. So it's going to be. So they're going to have these sea forts that randomly just pop into the map and they're just like, here you go. Good luck. All I can say is that if it hasn't been said in this video, I can't say anything in any direction about it. So what? this is Come their, this, on. <laughs> Come on. What, what you're watching is the official release video and that is what is officially What's the, allowed to be this said is the podcast. We don't need to talk official. <laughs> we just got to talk what what are the, the theories <laughs> about the um, oh, my the my, my theory. All right, my theory is um, that it's going to be super fucking fun and that it's going to bring a new way to experience the game. I'm very excited, like based on just just based on watching the video, this this video alone, like this right. kind of like these are our release notes um, and some of the discussion and kind of theory crafting that I've heard in a variety of communities is kind of leaning towards this, you know, like, oh, original forts were super duper fun until they weren't. Right. And now and now they're just it's the same old thing over and over unless you're a new player. So it will kind of it, my hope is that this is going to be one of those experiences that makes you feel like that you're experiencing something actually new and get and re spark that excitement that people had right. when they first started doing skull forts for the first time, because these aren't skull forts. These are different. They're they're built different. They look different. They have a different kind of treasury, you know, from the looks of like you can tell just by looking at it that this is not going to be the same type of experience and i think that in and of itself brings a new level of excitement and right. kind of that wonder and, and sparks that curiosity and that um that exploratory vibe that some of That's us have I'm, I'm here for it i'm here yeah. for it It'd be really nice to see that again because right, it's a this. big break Let's away from what we'd expect to see. So, so we've got it still keeps the environment interesting while. Can you live in a sea fort? 
I would live in that sea fort. Could, okay. Like, it's it's awesome here. Table that will be different every time. They have a mix of challenges in there. Pirate so legends. players can replay them as often as they like, and it will be something fresh and exciting each time. Whether that's using what new maps this? to uncover treasures, diving into the depths to explore shipwreck graveyards, or exploring onto haunted islands. Again, this is a big element of the ongoing grand story that we're going to be telling throughout 2022, with okay. Pirate Legends being responsible this for this part the of the story. I think the big thing here. about right, adventures and mysteries stuff, coming right? into the game um, is being able to, at regular cadence, yeah, push the yeah. story forward, pushing characters and their storylines, their narrative, forward pushing the state of the world and it's really smart because they can just be adding in new pirate legends as they go so they can you know what i'm saying like yeah, they, this so is like true. an unending amount of content available the glowy fat man is ramsey the pirate lord and okay. he is the yeah <laughs> he's fat he, bastard <laughs> the fat bastard um he's the guy that you run into that kind of gives you direction when you join the maiden voyage he's the one that says he was the first person to discover the sea of thieves he captained that okay. boat that, that discovered the sea of thieves and if you uh, um which one is it? It is Tales from... No, it is Athena's Fortune. The Sea of Thieves novel, Athena's Fortune, tells the story of how Ramsey collected a crew and grabbed a boat and went and discovered the Sea of Thieves because it was kind of this, like, shrouded mystery of maybe it exists and maybe it doesn't. And so after he figured out how to get here and how to manipulate the path to get there, which is a very rough path, um different areas started to populate and there the commerce began and all of that so right. he's the guy that we thank for sea of thieves existing but he is the pirate lord and he's not actually dead um but he's the fact that they're bringing him into the storyline because he is the, also the one that caters to the pirate legends so when you Got become it. a pirate legend you unlock the ability to go down into the pirate hideout that we talked about earlier yep. where he sits in a chair and congratulates you for making it down there he's the one that like tells you you know like you've done a good job and here are some special voyages that you can only get from me Got um, which are Got the it. so so yeah yeah he's kind They're of the cool, backbone like, a lot big... of that big background mm -hmm. npc basically yeah and his so he actually in the in the stories and in the lore he's got two kids and those kids are um demarco and lissetti and they are the ones that run the arena and oh. so so when we think about like the arena is is being taken out and is no longer gonna exist you know, like I have this curiosity. What are what are Demarco and Loren, or what are Demarco That's, and Lissetti gonna okay, do so now? Let's go over why the arena is being shut down in the first place, and what the <laughs> community is saying about that. Um, I have heard some very very interesting takes on why on on the speculation of why. Um, right. and I've and I've heard some very interesting takes on the. Um, some people love it and some people hate it. Yep. So Ar Arena was originally introduced at the first year anniversary, at the anniversary update. And my understanding, and mind you, I only played for about a month before that update. And the information that I was provided at that time was that, you know, Sea of Thieves is great and it's an amazing adventure mode sandbox, but people want battle royale and people want competition and so they begged and begged and begged and and see if thieves went and outsourced another company or agency or group of people whatever it was 
um, to help create the arena mode. And so that was implemented in that in that first year update. Um, so it's arena weird though, like just to stop you there, like they had this arena mode that came out, people were begging for it. So why is it getting canned? Arena has a very interesting reputation. And okay. part of that reputation has been that based on numbers on actual numbers right um the toxicity level in arena mode was higher than adventure mode Mania. so i feel like i feel like this right yeah it's pvp um first of all and second of all i feel like that there are some other contributors to that for instance in an adventure mode regardless of because ser server size has changed too so there's mm. different um caps and 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 things on that but in an arena mode, there are up to five ships with four people on each ship. Let's say you're okay. in Galleon Arena. So five ships, four people on each ship, confined area that you cannot leave. You are going to interact with all of those players most likely. Right. Most likely in an arena match, you're going to interact with 90% of the other people in that lobby. Right. Now, if you take that same number of ships and you throw them into adventure mode, which has a much larger map the chances of you interacting with every single player on that server drop dramatically right right just because of space because you're not going to be going in the same direction you're not confined to that same area the other thing with arena is that in between matches you're confined to the lobby where you a hundred percent will hear and see okay. everything that is going on in there so back in the day people would say some pretty profane things of and course. would type some pretty profane things and it got really out of hand to the point where there's things that i heard in there that i don't think any human should have ever heard and like, like a cop God, lobby or something it I was all oh, you read my mind yeah. yeah yeah it was it was awful it was awful so after many complaints in an effort to lower the toxicity level among other things one of the things that sea of thieves did was they limited communication within arena and okay. so you were no longer able to see or hear other crews text or chat so if we weren't on the same crew if you talked in game no one could hear you but you um, that way, when people were shouting profanities and saying pretty obscene things, they weren't disrupting Doesn't anyone matter. else. Yeah. They, yeah, it wouldn't matter anymore. Then they introduced pets. And the cool thing about pets is that you can rename your pet as many times as you want. Right. So, okay, so, I see what's going already. <laughs> you, you like, <laughs> hey, little boy knows where it goes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, oh, I'm well-versed in toxicity. So, yeah, uh, like my my favorite one that I've seen so far, I saw the, uh, somebody had a pet named um, How Bad You Are. And when you hold up the pet, there's prompts, and it will say C, and then whatever your pet's <laughs> name is. So see, see how bad, see you, how are. bad you are. Um, yeah, but yeah, see okay. how bad you are. Or or they would name their well, pet TDM. TDM, TDM. So there's pets running around named TDM. And there's pets running around named quit. You should quit or uninstall or, you know, use your imagination. They were right. Some were pretty bad. And some people would name their pets after other people and add profanities to it because... Um, I don't know. It's because twelve year old brain. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. Because you can't, yeah, because they There's can. Toxicity. And and in their mind they're being imaginative and to the rest of us they're just being, being kind a of child. Cringe. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, but even that didn't deter like it just became the more they did to try to deter that and to provide, you know, like some sustainability, it just never really 
it was never really what they wanted it to be. And so do you think that PvP has a place in see if obviously PvP does because there's reapers and stuff like that, but they're they're basically just trying to bring that PvP aspect back into the world instead of like it be a separate thing, right? I feel like that Sea of Thieves, the sandbox that it is, cannot function without both PvE and PvP. I agree with it's that. It's a P it's a PvPvE game. And and it and if you take one away, it's gonna disrupt the balance of the other. And it's going to make if you take PvP away, then PvE is just mundane and repetitive, and yep. really lots of other games can provide that. So if you want to play a different game, go play a different game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, True. like I don't know how else to say that like I don't play certain games because I don't think that they're the kind of game that I want and I'm not gonna you know like message this game company and tell them to change their entire game to suit me I will just look for a game that suits me right I, Blaze, I, do you find that do you, have you seen games like that have you seen like are you a PvEVP fan uh uh, yeah, um, I would say a little less PvP and more like PvE. And uh, in, in the case of Sea of Thieves specifically, um, up until I, I hit that like pirate legend status, which is like you know level fifty with each all the different merchants in the game, mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to grind sort of to that point, just to have a PvE experience. And once I hit that. I was sort of content with where I was, and then I got into PvP a lot more. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I tend to lean more more towards the the PVE. Um, little little sprinkles of of PvP here and there, but um, the fact that you can kind of control uh, how much of of each of those that you know you experience in Sea of Thieves, uh, like that's one of the things that I love the most about it. Right. The experience is totally it's it's how you want it to be. I personally love PvEVP. Um I think the best game that did it the best in my opinion. Now see if these obviously Travada, I'm guessing that's your like bread and butter. It, they, they they've done a great job at it, but one of my favorite was um Guild Wars 2 had a giant open world pvp world uh that they called uh world versus world versus world so you would they would take three different servers and they make one giant map and so it wouldn't be like your faction versus another faction it would literally be this server versus this server taking over other like you take over bases you take over forts you like literally destroy the walls of the fort and run in there take the flag claim it as your own and then if you guys did good on your world like you would own a good amount you get bonuses that would help you with pve but there's also a pve aspect with even within that spot where it's like you go fight the the base like you're fighting guards it's not like you're there's just random people like you can fight guards and carts and and like uh uh rotating forces and like things like that there's pve aspects of the game so it always kept it interesting where like people would run around to what they called a zerg of people just to go take over bases as fast as possible before the other team showed up with their zerg of people to like you know and i'm talking like 200 versus 200 battles like wow. giant i think i did that groups. in a mobile oh my game god 
but like we insane I, <laughs> amounts of people like excessive like all of a sudden you just look at it, it's like you just look at the horizon it's like uh, it reminds me of lord of the rings they look at the horizon there's like 200 yeah. horses like all of a sudden you're like, ah, shit. <laughs> like, you're like i remember you're like oh no <laughs> shit's uh, about to go oh down God. yeah they're just brushing at you just, just rushing all in one yeah it's just craziness mountains. like uh but the that's waves. i love how pv evp has been built into sea of thieves because like yeah you could just be a merchant ship but then reapers might come get you so you still have that there's always that um risk versus reward risk versus reward it's a great way of putting it it's like it's just that's, that that's exactly what it, it is could yeah. Be, yeah it could be good mm -hmm. or you could get fucked there's no yeah <laughs> there's, no there's there's people in sea of thieves that like they pride themselves on it's again another one of the bragging rights i have stacked so much loot on my boat look at me right. i can protect it all and then you know and then the, really they're going through this inherent risk of if I hop on and like happen across you and see all of that loot on your boat, you gosh darn right I'm um, gonna throw a cannonball at ya. Like, just saying. Like, yeah, just saying. I want that too. And and Sea of Thieves having like no loot belongs to you until you've cashed it in. Yep. It's yep. it belongs to the Sea of Thieves. And if I am the thief that comes upon you and takes it, then by golly. I'm, you know, it's mine if I turn it in. But if even if I take it from you and Blaze comes along later and then takes it from me, you know, that loot might get passed around on that server three or four times before it gets turned in. It doesn't belong to you until you turn it in. No right. matter how pretty you make your boat look while you decorate it with your loot. And hey, good people luck. People do that. Yeah. <laughs> good and luck. And people do that. Um, but yeah, that, that risk that you take with whether it's doing, you know, like Fort of the Damned is a huge risk because when you activate the Fort of the Damned, it creates a skull in the sky that is extremely recognizable and unique and everyone knows like, oh, there's PVP there. Yeah, right. like you can't deny it and you can't hide from it. And it's the same thing with, you know, you put up a Reaper flag. Everyone can see a Reaper flag. So you are putting yourself in that risk. And if you're choosing to take those risks, well, that's that's a choice that you made. And, right. you know, that's kind that's of your that. That's your choice. Yeah, yeah, that's your, you you're making choices. That's mm -hmm. your yeah, choice. you're making choices. These choices that you make are going to affect your gameplay, and they're going to affect the way that other people interact with you. Yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. And and every choice you make in the game, every tool that you choose to play with in that sandbox, is going to affect the way that the game plays for you and what your experience looks like. So to wrap that up, I mean, it sounds like, honestly, I understand that arena might be annoying to take away, but at the end of the day, it seems like that that is already built into the game. So just take those people who are playing and put them into the sandbox and call it a day. And then I that also allows <laughs> for things like you're doing to flourish, like you're putting on an event. This allows the event to flourish because there's no other PVP unless you want to make it PVP or you want to specifically go and play the game for PVP. <laughs> so it's kind of cool. Like, I love that I... you guys are putting this on, man. So, I mean, we're going to start wrapping things up. So I want to get more information. Like, where should people go? What should they do? What time should they be there? Let's reiterate all of it again. 
So you should definitely um, donate to the charity. That's Absolutely. the first, first and foremost. That's Absolutely. the thing. Donate, donate, donate to the charity. I think that I have left that open for a month, but I think also the way that Tiltify works is that if no one donates for a certain period of time, they just shut it down. So I um, went ahead and opened that up today. That will be open at least, if not longer, through the duration of our event. Our event is next Saturday, uh, March 5th at 2 p.m. Eastern. I'm hoping that I'm putting the right time um, because we've had to have we've had some changes. We've had some big changes. Um, one of those changes was a change of venue. So the venue is now my channel and that will be um, Extra Vada X Twitch, yep. Twitch, 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 Twitch. So you can just go to my Twitch channel. Um, I'm I I think leveled knows this and, and OG and, and most of the people that know me already know like I'm not streaming regular like I used to before. So this is kind of like a special special little deal that I'll Super be special event fire in the channel back up just for this. And we're going to have um, hopefully a really good time. I you know, it, above all else, I think that my goal is to have a really good time with this. Absolutely. I know that there are a lot of people that are upset with like arena going away and how it does change the competitive scene. And I also feel like that um, I'm going to miss arena. Um, I didn't play it as regularly as others. I did enjoy watching it. Um, I, I still would love to be able to watch it every now and then. And at the same time, the variety events and the ability to hold something with like, a little more creativity in it, I think is going to be interesting to see what communities come up with because I know that communities and are already busting their ass. Yeah, yeah, those you get bragging rights. Yeah, yeah, you get bragging rights. You can brag, sweet totally, sweet totally brag. Totally awesome. brag. So guys, brag about your costumes. <laughs> if you are listening right now at home, please go to twitch.tv forward slash X Travada X. It's T R O B A T A X. Um, that's where the event will be this Saturday. At what time again? 2 p.m. Eastern. 2 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. So that's adjust your 11 clocks. 11 a.m. PST. <laughs> so adjust your clocks based on where you live. So make it make it there. Um, and how many teams again? We've got four main teams that are going to go throughout the entire duration of the event. And then we've got a couple of rogue teams that we're throwing in here or there. Lots of little surprises. We've got an amazing sponsor. We've got an amazing charity to support. Um, and I guarantee you, if you pop in there, you're going to see some very, very well-known and very familiar names. Blaze can attest to that. There, there, there's definitely some names that um, that are there bigger 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 than i could have ever expected guys so you and, do not want to yeah. miss this you do not want to miss this guys and gals so and blaze Spoiler anything big that's going on um other this. than this obviously <laughs> yeah this. yeah this 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 is this Fantastic. has been uh yeah this. this has been the focus the last couple of weeks Fantastic, dude. Yeah. I'm so happy to see this, man. I'm so very cool. Great. So very cool that you guys excited. are putting this all together, man. And I also want to thank you guys for being on the podcast today, man. It's been super fun. Um, guys, I can't wait to see baby love pictures. So, like, soon. we're all anticipating uh, soon. that. Soon. Baby love, let's go. Uh, on the way. Soon. On the way. Uh, guys, thank you all for joining us today. Um, if you have not already jo spot joined the Spotify, 
Uh, follow us on Spotify. We've got quite a few people that we're going to be um, we're doing right now. We're almost at 3,000 listens, which is kind of crazy. Like, we only started it a year ago. And we're, we're doing pretty good over there. So if you're interested, you like podcasts, we're doing a podcast. We also do bonus content every single week. So if you're interested in some bonus content with these, uh, we're calling them average one shots. We just started that up last week. So check it out for sure. Guys, uh, please go follow Extravada X on Twitch and also OG Blaze master himself also on twitch uh and if you need any uh video editing needs og is your guy or so just telling you right now you can just, have him after i'm done with after, him. Okay, <laughs> we get after mine, this week time. <laughs> after then no right? autographs no pictures please. No, no autographs no pictures so this is what it is but guys we're gonna go leave off on uh onwards to adam and jaro he is doing a 24-hour stream he's on the last two hours so we're gonna go show some love to him and go have some fun. He's playing some Minecraft, which is always fun to watch. Uh, guys, I'm Level Day F. If you need anything, make sure to hit us up on socials at Level Day F. And of course, stay average out there. We love you. Smoochies. Peace. We'll see you soon.